I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Go hang up your Christmas lights before it starts to be freezing temperatures. Oh, is that, is that about how we have a tendency to get right at last minute? Well, I feel lights? like, I mean, I know growing up, my dad always waited until like the coldest day of the year to hang up the Christmas lights. So it just seems like a dumb idea. Why don't you just hang them up in October and then you just don't turn them on until like December. The coldest day of the year is in, like, January or Okay, February. okay. So not the coldest day. The coldest day of, like, November, December to hang them up. But if you just do it early while it's still fall outside, then one, you get to enjoy the beautiful fall weather, and two, yeah. you don't freeze. That's fair. Yep. Hello, I'm Heidi, and directly to my left... Is John, you're at the set, and we're the Badgers. Jenny just laughs at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so harsh. I mean, I just failed him once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I did. I did. I learned about the Supreme Court today. <laughs> Only most of you guys are gonna recognize this. Documents on a piece of paper. Hey, John Badger. Hello. Guess what I heard? That I am right here next to you? Yeah, because you have your CDL. Well, technically not yet. I okay, am well. still waiting on the DMV to get their act together. <laughs> well, if you would have just made your appointment three months ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just make it three months in advance before I know what the date is because I have to. Okay. So I couldn't just know what week it was. I had to know what date it was in order for me to be able to get my CDL because it's down in Florida that I'm getting my testing and class, everything. Yeah. And and then I had to come up to North Carolina. To see me. To see you. Yay. And definitely not to get my D- my go to the DMV. That is not it. <laughs> well, obviously that's not it because that's not working out for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I showed up at the DMV today and they said, yeah, we're not taking anything before like 345. I'd like and to you have to point make out, a, an appointment. I'd like to point that out stuff. that the DMV you chose to go to is like two and a half hours away from the yes, house. Specifically so that there wasn't the need for an appointment. I was seeing on all of the uh, DMV locations that the closest time was December 28th. How ridiculous is that? that December is 28th that is before crazy. I'd be able to get mine. And to as we're recording, it is November it's the very beginning of November. But you know what? Your fantastic and wonderful and oh so beautiful wife did manage to find you an appointment. Did she? She did. So tomorrow oh, we're going yeah. to the DMV. But as repayment, how did you find out about her? As repayment, hey, <laughs> as repayment, I demand you take me to quilt shops. Oh god, I feel like that's fair. Okay, tell you what, tell you what, we go on the motorcycle, and whatever fits in the saddlebags, we can work with. Deal, I accept. I accept that. Boom. All right, sounds All right. solid. Um, I do have a question for you. I have an answer for you. You've been gone for a month. I uh, was gone for a month. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I did happen to notice that you had a uh, dip in your pocket. What it, Did you pick up bad habits while you were gone? You chew tobacco now? Might have my spit bottles on my counters? It is not a bad habit. It's mm. just gross. Uh, I think we should have a discussion about whether or not it's a bad habit. And if detrimental you continue, to your health. If you continue... Uh, I may like to kiss you even less than I already do. Uh, even less, I mean, huh? I mean, um, <laughs> oh, backpedal, backpedal, foot in mouth, insert foot in mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would like to know, please explain. So I actually did look after purchasing, mind you, 
that uh, the Surgeon General's warning on the back of the tobacco read something along the lines of, this is not a safe or or something um, alternative to smoking. Uh, oh, so you picked up smoking and now you're trying to find an alternative for it. Is that what you're telling me? Because that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, what's my what's my threshold? I wanted to get familiar with chewing and then go into smoking, graduating. You know, it's mm. a gateway to smoking, mm. right? Yeah, I'm going to need you to find somewhere else to live if you're going to do that. I don't know. I already lived with one person who had a spit bottle, and I yes. did not appreciate. Yes, you did. Did not appreciate. That's actually why. I thought you found it really attractive when people spit when we use dip. So this I was is like, also okay, the roommate gonna... who tracked poop all over our floor and at one point brought dead baby pigs into our apartment to live for the weekend. The so, fuck? Yeah. Have I not told you about Leslie? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she was my roommate who dipped. And, like, it was disgusting. Gross. Yeah. One day she walked into our apartment with, like, a blanket in her arms. And she was like, they're dying. And we were all like, what are you talking about? And she opened it. And this she had been at the farm at the college. And the mama pig had rolled over on top of the, like, three piglets and squished them. So they were literally dying. And she's like, I just have to take care of them for the weekend until I can get them to the vet. And we were like, get those things out of our apartment. We're not heartless, but we did not want dying baby pigs living in our college dorm. So is this Utah State? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was a treasure. That's fucking gross. Yeah. She also was kind of a dumb when uh, we had my fake wedding. A dumb or dump? She She was was a dumb. dumb. Well, she was both. She was was a dumb dumb. Uh, We had my fake wedding, and I'm pretty... She was an idiot. I'm like 89% sure that she thought that it was a real wedding that we were having in my college dorm. Oh. Yeah. She also well, put on a dress and didn't pull the slip all the way down. So she definitely walked out just like showing off her underwear to all the guys. Now, in all fairness, weddings over there at Utah State, because it is Utah, are just everywhere. I mean, every that's why weekend. we had a fake wedding, because none of us girls got married our freshman year of college and we felt left out. So did you get married to a boy or a girl during a this wedding? A boy. Oh. Yeah, I'd been dating him for all of three weeks. Oh. It was great. Uh, so anyways, Dude, that's as that's pretty much an engagement if you're asking a Mormon. first date to eternal mate in 90 days or less. Um, so Ugh. back to why you own dip. Oh, right. Yes. So that was, <laughs> Way to that was forever ago. Uh, <laughs> we took a wild ride. <laughs> Getting back. I found out that probably 50, if not more percent of truckers dip. And I was like, well, I need to fit in with the crowd. Way no. to give in to peer pressure. No. <laughs> uh, I'm so proud. Yeah, no. So there was one of the instructors who just, who who would go up to students who vaped. I had a classmate who vapes. And I had another classmate who dips. And he would just, he would bum everything off of them. And he'd be like, oh, I know this is really expensive. As he's like as he's thwacking it or whatever for the... uh, the Thwacking. Is that the technical term? I think it is because it's not like whacking because whacking would... Anyway, thwacking. (laughs) I feel like thwacking is is right because you're like compressing the the dip in the the can. So he would be like, I know this is expensive. I'll uh, I'll hook you up later. He never would. He would never do that to any of the uh, my classmates. And then he would be like, oh, man, I need some nicotine. You have a vape for me? And then he'd, like, grab the vape off of one of my classmates. That feels very unsanitary, especially okay. in these are pandemic times. What's, 
What's even worse? You ready for this? This is obviously in Florida. So, okay, so there's no no bathroom on premise technically without going like like three feet down. I mean, you're all men, so you can just down. like pee in a water bottle, right? Well, there are some women sometimes. They can pee in a bottle too. It's fine. They could. They just need the she whiz, which is fantastic. It looks like it. Anyway, so. you are really trying to distract <laughs> me from why you bought dip. No, hold on. I have. I, right. have a, I have a story. Okay. So. Would but it have been was, faster if I was there? there. Was the, no, it took a month. There's the uh, <laughs> that might be faster the, than this story. The porta potty. <laughs> okay. He like walked out of the porta potty and immediately whistled at one of the uh, the trucks that was coming in, so that he he knew where to or he directed them. But I noticed he just went straight out from the porta potty and stuck his fingers in his mouth and then whistled. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking gross. There is no sink in there. Ew. There's no sanitizer in there. Ew. So he just went straight from like pulling his hands off his dick to in the mouth. And then you bought he dip. would dip. <laughs> oh, gross. Fucking gross. Yeah. Absolutely so gross. So you bought dip so it would be more sanitary. I bought dip so that I wouldn't have to worry about his fingers being in my dip. No, um, <laughs> I, bought, I bought dip in case I go back and then I would give it to him as a gift and be like, yep, yeah, from here on out, just buy your own and stop bumming off of other people. So it's a nice way at the same time as being a dick. So now that you might not be going back, what are you going to do with it? Oh, so I bought it and I was like, oh shit, I might not actually go back. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah you about didn't that. think that through. But fortunately, dip isn't actually all that expensive if you get the cheap shit, which I got the cheap shit because, you know, this guy clearly has no standards. You know, if he has dick flavored, like, <laughs> <laughs> he has dick flavored dip, he's fine. So that's why I have had dip in my pocket for the uh, the last, like, six hours. Noted. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. So yesterday, so it's November first. But Today yesterday, is November first. It was Halloween. Yes, it was. Halloween. And every year, I let John pick one scary movie, and we watch one scary movie because for Heidi, as scary as it gets, is The Corpse Bride. So which is not scary. Is not scary. <laughs> so every year, I let John pick one scary movie, and we watch it. What did we pick this year, John? We picked cross stitching the movie. Yep. Yep. That is. Yeah. Yeah. So now <laughs> riddle me this. Do you find it cheating that you have the light on and you're cross stitching while watching a horror movie? I mean, the alternative is that I could make you stay up and not sleep for the next like week while I'm terrorized by the movie we watched. It's not that fucking scary. Mm, that's up for debate. <sighs> There, it's not that scary like, because I was cross-stitching with a light on. Okay, so for the record, we watched The Conjuring, which we mentioned in a previous episode when actually... It the was house probably, is for sale, the yeah. property is beautiful, the outside is lovely, but the inside definitely needs some work, and those ghosts are not happy. Yeah. but Somebody might vomit blood into your mouth, which is pretty unsanitary also. Okay. Especially in these are Let's not times. pretend you haven't vomited blood into my mouth. Ew. 
Okay, maybe that never happened. That was probably my sister. Ew! <laughs> That's disgusting. The closest I've come was when I threw up on you on our wedding night. Okay, yeah, that was disgusting. But that was in the bathtub, so I was able to take a shower afterwards. Like, rinse right off? Yeah, I mean, it was, was so romantic. You were so happy you married me, right? So romantic. <laughs> Best way to spend a wedding uh, night ever. Yeah, you were not stressed but at no, all. But no, for the record, I do not find cross-stitching while watching a scary movie to be cheating. It is exactly... It is not cheating. Exactly it keeps cheating. me from having nightmares and being freaked out. And you know what? So you just spent... skip the movie altogether. Let's just you never... put it out Would on a record. Would you be okay if I just never ever watch a scary movie with you again? Yeah. Okay. Done. It is, oh. it is officially recorded. Well, that's a... John will never make me watch a scary movie again. I never made you watch a scary movie. This has been a voluntary thing ever since we started no, doing that's this. Fair. That's like, fair. I just thought, you know, it would be a nice tradition to just be like, okay, let's make an exception once a year, and then we'd watch a scary movie. So you thought that, and apparently all these scary movies, so you saw The Shining. Yes. How scary was that? That was fairly scary. It was fairly scary. Scary? Yeah. Fairly scary. Fairly scary. Fairly scary. Fairly scary. Fairly scary. Yeah, it's like a fish. <laughs> fairly, fairly. You can't say it the same way twice. I cannot. <laughs> it's different every single Love time it. I say this. Uh, fairly scary. Yes. Okay, that's, that's the one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that it's fairly scary, but it's more like just intense. I think that the ones where like people go crazy are more scary to me because it's like such a real thing. Like people go crazy all the time. Oh God. So, so there are certain times when there there's mental illness or like what, what could be perceived as mental illness yeah. that's given, that makes it seem like there's a demon possession or whatever. I think I get and more. that hits a little close to Yeah. Home. I think I get more freaked out by stuff that like could legitimately happen. Like demon possession and stuff like that, like, doesn't scare me as bad because it, it feels just, like, far more unrealistic. But, like, if somebody's, like, going crazy, that's terrifying to me because it feels like that could legitimately happen that someone just loses their mind and decides to murder me with an axe. This actually brings us back to a... And now I'm terrified that I'm sitting in a dark room behind a closet door. Don't worry, it's in the cupboard or in the wardrobe, and we don't have one of those. That's, that's true. Yeah. This brings us... Back to one of the questions that came from Travis Brown's pod decks. Pod decks. And it said something about what are you superstitious about? Yes. You said that you weren't, you were like fairly stitious, but not superstitious. Right. But I thought about Ouija boards. That's true. I am pretty superstitious about Ouija boards. You will not not let me have a Ouija board. I will not. That is true. I just don't think that you need to mess with dark, like there are demon forces in the world and you don't need to mess with them. And now what I'm, like, triply scared being behind this dark curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Maybe worry. We should open this it's only up. me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess the dog will help protect us. I don't know. We'll yep. see. Uh, so Anyways, moving forward. <laughs> moving today forward. in history. Oh, you ready for today in history? I am. Today in history. All right. November 4th, 1646. Ooh. Ready to learn more about death? Yeah. So Massachusetts creates the death penalty for denying that the Holy Bible is God's word. Isn't that essentially what Texas just did? I mean, there there are blasphemy laws, and then there are laws that say you are worthy of dying for this. Yeah, but, like, that's basically what Texas's abortion laws are, where you're not allowed to, even if you, like, have a health problem. They're basically condemning you to death because you 
it's it's like twenty thousand dollars or something. It's not, and for some people that is the difference between death and, and yeah. being alive. But there is no actual, yeah. So the laws I mean, during that are absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But you could technically argue that death for death, if it went so far as going into the uh, the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But regardless of how misguided that is, but. You know, denying the the Holy Bible as God's word and that being justified—that does feel death. very like, yeah. I think I think that if God's that worried, that He would just do it Himself. Strike you down with lightning. Yep. One of these days, it's going to happen to you. So what All do right. you got? In 1873, dentist John Beers of San Francisco patented in the gold crown. Huh. I'm very grateful that we no longer use gold. I think they do. Not always. My crowns aren't gold. They're like composite. So you find it interesting that his name is John Beers and that he created the crown? Is that why there are so many crowns that are like just falling out? Is that where Crown Royal comes from? What? I don't know. No. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know what? Gold? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing. 1879, African-American Crown inventor. Royal is a, it's a whiskey. That took you so long. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Took you forever. Oh 1879, African-American inventor Thomas Elkins patented refrigerating apparatus. Apparatus. Oh, we're I having apparatus for dinner. Apparatus. That's asparagus, dear. Oh. Okay. Uh, but it is in the refrigerating apparatus in our kitchen. Oh, okay. Well, that counts. <laughs> we're having Connected. that for dinner. <laughs> Connected. Uh, 1904, first stadium built specifically for football. Oh, where? I think that's American football. And and that was yeah. at uh, Harvard Stadium. Really? So that's I didn't in, even know Harvard had a football team. I, he, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Harvard. I feel like they're all like those elitists who play like field hockey and rowing. I don't no, no, no. I would, I would definitely see like Harvard being like... Um, Polo or something, or like cricket, or or highlight. I don't know what highlight is. You you know where they have the uh, that stick and hoop. No, um, <laughs> these hand motions are really doing real good things to this podcast. Stick and hoop, perfect no, for radio. Stick and hoop has no hand motions. It's just you know, yeah. Anyway, just like that, no just hand like, motions. Just like I see, just like this, no hand motions. I'm not. I'm not like. Hitting a hoop with a stick. No, the um, highlight has like this. Is this like pickleball? Uh, is it actually made up and you're trying to convince me it's real? I think pickleball is real. It's it's like tennis. Oh <laughs> when I first God. heard of it, I definitely thought the guy who was telling me about it was like lying to me. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you want to see my pickle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know. Highlight. You just Yeah, look you it just up. Know. Got it. Yeah, heard. look it up. I'm apparently not in that Ivy League uh, league. 1914, Vogue held its first model show in NYC. In in, 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 (laughs) In New York City. (laughs) New York City. Well, that's cool. Yeah. uh, Strike a pose. Yeah. Well, you you were a fan of um, Not Say Yes to the Dress. What's the name of that show? Project Runway with Heidi Bloom. Yes. Yes, I love Project Runway. (laughs) Not because of the models. I like it because of the dresses. And the like clothes. I like the clothes. The models are just freakishly tall and skinny. Very, yeah, they are. Oh. Yeah, they are. I, they are not real humans. I think. I think that we have already had first contact with the the third kind, and they are models for. Uh, what are the first and second Roman? kind? 
Oh, actually, do you not know this? No, I don't. So there are th- there are different types. Like they rank different uh, categories. I think we're in the second kind. Okay. So the first kind being, I think, like animals that haven't created like language and stuff, and then you have the second kind, which have created language and civilization and whatnot, and then you have the third kind. And I could be entirely wrong about all of this. But I'm believing but, every word you tell me. <laughs> uh, so this is definitely true. <laughs> Uh, the third kind being able to, like, traverse through space um, from, like, uh, like interplanetary okay. uh, or, like, inter- intergalactic. I think it's intergalactic uh, transportation. Okay. So, eventually, like, theoretically, we could become the third kind if we just get rid of the whole physics problem. Okay. And then we could be the third kind, but we're not there yet, so we're like the second kind. So the third kind being aliens. And models. And right. And obviously aliens. <laughs> All right. So uh so nineteen twenty two, so not too long ago. Uh Howard That's this hundred is, years. This That's is actually years ago. <laughs> it is a hundred years ago. It was ninety nine, but like still. But this is right after World War One, actually, come to think of it. Uh, so Howard Carter discovers the intact tomb of the pharaoh Tutankhamun in Egypt. That was such a long name. That's why they've shortened it down to Tut, King oh, Tut. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so that's the first time you got cursed, huh? Was it King Tut that did the cursing? Well, I will tell you this. Howard Carter still not, is not alive anymore. Okay. Because he got cursed, obviously. Obviously. All right. Yeah, in 1922. Cool. Going up six years into 1928, American gangster Arnold Rothstein is shot at a business meeting for reputedly refusing to pay gambling debts. Hmm. So. Take the gun, leave the cannoli? uh, Take the cannoli, leave the gun. Rothstein is Jewish. Oh. Oh my God, not. uh, I don't know. You are the worst. Well, I got the quote wrong anyways, so (sighs) hold it all against me. Anyway, so that happened in New York City in in a park. In 1965, um, Lee uh, Breedlove set the female land speed record of 308 miles per hour in my home state of Utah. Probably out on the salt flats. Probably out on the salt flats. Do you remember flats. when we went to the salt flats and we ran around naked because we could? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, it's public knowledge now. And we don't have pictures of that. Definitely not. We do. Definitely not. We definitely did not do a sexy photo shoot in the middle of the salt flats. That did not happen. You're right. Definitely didn't. Yeah, I. What's that? I eighty. I eighty. Yeah, I eighty. I eighty was not uh, visible to us at all either. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Couldn't see the cars driving by. Nope. It was a, that was a fun event. It was. No, good you, times. You remember it's the, t- the best part of that is that you're driving 80 miles an hour down the freeway and then just like randomly you just take a right turn and you just start driving across the salt flats. Not legally. Okay. So there are exits for that. So there's the exit at the end that is Yeah, the but exit nobody for, like, actually this. takes them. You literally just drive off the freeway. Yes. You literally, like, <laughs> literally see There's all nothing the- out there. Literally nothing out there. You just drive off the freeway and you just start driving and... You just keep on going until yep. the uh, till the cops come home. Yep. Yeah. Or the cops show up. Or the yeah we yeah it was like oh there's a car coming we should probably put some clothes on put some clothes on and get in there uh, <laughs> theoretically if that ever happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> so in 1979, you might have seen this. I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen the movie Argo? Yeah, I love Argo. Really? Yeah. So that was about the. 
the U.S. Embassy in Tehran that was taken hostage by Iranian students. Oh. And they took uh, 90 hostages for for four. 444 days. Oh. And uh, that was the premise for Argo, but it actually was a real event that happened in 1979. Yeah, that's a good good movie. It's a really good movie. I really like that. Yeah. In more frivolous news, 1996, the British girls group The Spice Girls released their debut album, Spice. Can you name one song on the Spice album? Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay. Yeah, tell me, and then I'll, I'll say it out loud. You have to name it, you fool. I will name it after you tell me. Um, I'll give you a hint. If you want to be my lover, yeah, I was, you got to get with my friends. I was literally thinking, uh, Zig Zig Ah. <laughs> Zig Zig Ah. <laughs> Is that the name of the song? No, it's uh, Wannabe. Oh, yeah. If you want to be oh, my, my lover. God. Oh, gall. Uh, gall. Okay, you ready, you ready, you ready? But, You're not going to know this fact. Okay. In 2001, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Zone had its first film adaptation. Is that the first movie? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that was strong. Gross. Um, Yes, that is the first movie. Would you like to tell the boys and girls of the podcast why you don't know what the first movie of the Harry Potter series is called? Uh, Boys and girls, uh, ladies and gentlemen of all ages. Oh, oh, the wizard, like the magic. Yes, the magic that is of the devil. Of the devil. You know, I told you, I told you, I think last week about my, my fundamentalist raising and Harry Potter was definitely of the devil because... I think we've mentioned the Hufflepuff thing before on this podcast, Yes. Okay. Yeah, we okay. did. The whole badger being on the crest You have no idea what a Hufflepuff was. Yeah, what the, <laughs> what the hell is... The dorm or something that the, the badgers or whatever All were right. in. Yeah, yeah. The is Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff is okay. the house and their crest that is the a badger. Hat, the hat distributed the kids amongst the dorms. The houses. Right. Are they like physical houses or are they just? I mean, they're like the houses that the kids live in, but they're like the houses of the, yeah, they're like a big deal. Okay. Can you tell me what the American version of the title Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is? Because that is not what it is called in America. Oh. Uh. There are so many people screaming at their microphones right now. (laughs) At their microphones. Everybody at home who's listening to this on your microphone. Speakers. Um, the first, the Goblet of Fire. Oh my gosh! It's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Here is the in Goblet of Fire one of them? Yes, it is. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the fourth one. Okay. Yes, is that the one where the Voldemort one. gets killed by Harry, or vice versa? Oh my gosh! Does no. Voldemort kill Harry? No, Voldemort kills uh, Edward Cullen. <laughs> oh my god! Now I can't watch it. I know the end of the... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Edward Cullen, the vampire from Twilight. Voldemort kills him in that movie. That's not a thing. It is 110% a thing. Listeners, please tweet at John to tell him that that is in fact a thing. Give me some support here. The fuck? Yeah. That is... There isn't a carryover. Like, oh, there's not there a crossover. Is, there is. So Twilight and Harry Potter in the multiverse or whatever are connected somehow? Yes, because the actor is in both of them. 
Where to be on top of this? What Impressive. the fuck? Yeah, did you not know this? Oh my gosh, you're so uh, out of the loop. I don't. All right, you well, know, that's... I I got too old Those too are fast. all the things that happened today. Those are all the things. All the there, things, that's it. It was definitely not a really, really, really long list of... Yeah, but a lot of them were uninteresting and boring. I'm sure if you were actually present at any of those, you'd be like, holy shit, this is going to be in the history books. Eee. Oh, I'm sorry. It would have been like, holy shit, this will be in the history <laughs> books. That's what it sound like. That's, <laughs> is that it, huh? That's, what, that's the one. That's, that's what it sound like. That's Heidi. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Um, so in other news, <laughs> the Bachelorette has started up again. The Yes. I can never tell which one the... Okay, so the Bachelorette, that's the one with the girl being sought after by all the Yes, that's guys. the Bachelorette who has a bunch of men vying for her attention. And then the Bachelor is the man who has a bunch of women vying for his attention. But the Bachelorette Which is Which doesn't always, happen in real life. No. The Bachelorette is always better because uh, the bromances that happen are so much more interesting and I love it. Uh, but that's my thing. Like, that's my me time oh. is I watch The Bachelorette and Are you I ready for it. this? I'm so ready for this. Okay, so... The premise for a for a movie or or a, or a, uh, a show like The Bachelorette, but in real life, so you get a bunch of a bunch of guys. So they're like ten guys mm-hmm. who are trying to figure out who the gayest of the mm-hmm. ten guys are, and they have to outgay each other so that they get the next rose or whatever the hell, right? Oh my gosh! And I would one hundred and ten percent watch this show. <laughs> every person. Every person's there, obviously. So it's like but, a girl trying to a find guy, a gay best friend. But a guy doesn't know that the the guy only knows is the only one who knows that they're actually straight. Oh. But this is the case for every single one of them. So oh. they're all trying to outgay each other, and they're all straight guys. <laughs> that sounds fun. I might. I would watch yeah. that. I would watch that. I definitely screwed it up in the the explanation, but. Nice. That would be a lot of fun. Nice. You get a lot of a uh, lot of guys with guy on guy action, just trying to prove that they're gay. That would be intense. Yeah. Um, do you? You're welcome. Do you need a minute? You sounded like you needed a minute earlier with the DMV. No, I don't. I I can't. I can't do. do you a, want a minute? I, I can't do a whole minute on this. You don't want a minute. You're not upset about the fact that you drove am, two and a half hours uh, to get to the DMV only to be turned away because you couldn't wait until three forty five because you had a job interview, and then they won't answer their phone. Do you know that scene in How I Met Your Mother where Barney, like, he summarizes the entire show of How I Met Your Mother in in a, in less than a minute? Uh, no. You yeah he's he gets stuck at the airport right he gets uh gets held at the is airport. Is this in season nine? Mm, I think it's probably season eight. Oh okay. It probably is season nine. I haven't seen very like I've only seen that through once so I don't recall a lot of it. So he's with uh, with what's her name, like a serious relationship, not Robin, but the stripper Quinn. Yes, with Quinn, and he's he's at the airport, and then he does a magic show and stuff for her. Oh yeah, yeah, that and one. he like proposes. Okay, yeah, okay. So he summarizes the entirety of all of How I Met Your Mother in a minute, and it's like holy shit, just broke it all down. And then he added some uh, some fun. Uh, some fun stories that didn't need to be in the in the explanation, but yeah, it was fun. All right. Well, um, so, guess you don't need a minute. I don't. I don't actually need a minute. But my God, the the whole DMV situation in North Carolina is bullshit. Because, and I can't blame this on any one person in particular either, because it's just. 
the whole situation. So we're doing that the lack of employment or in the uh, the DMV. So, I mean, I can't imagine working at a DMV. Can you? No. How horrible would it be to yeah. live and breathe DMV no. every single day? It would just t- be terrible. It's like working in. So, like, I work in an industry where people get abused a lot, like verbally. You know, like the food service industry, like waiters and servers and stuff. They like they get they take some pretty good abuse. And you used to work in the car industry where it was like even worse because people came in predisposed to dislike you. They hated me before they yeah. ever Yeah. And I met feel like me. the DMV is also very much that same way where people just walk in and they're like expecting to have a bad experience, so they're like just ready to hate you right off the bat. Yeah, I I don't get it myself. Like yeah. I understand that there is some frustration with the DMV because they'll say, Oh, do you have this form or this form or this form? But we live in the age of the internet. So you can look before you get to the DMV. At what you're expected to bring. Is that so, John? Why are you asking me this? <laughs> because uh, I seem to recall that somebody did not take the right forms with them to get their real ID the last time they needed it. I didn't know that the real ID was a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't understand I'm that. I'm pretty sure I told you to take your passport just in case. And you were like, I don't need my passport. I didn't need my passport. I got my driver's license. Yeah, but now you have to have your passport to go on a flight. Yeah, but I needed a passport to get my driver's license uh, Mm. on my real ID. Anyway, so I don't blame the DMV for being understaffed. Yeah, it's not their fault. And so, but they're they're all closed except for appointments. And that's been incredibly frustrating. And then the trucking industry is, is understaffed too. So we need a bunch more truckers on the road. But at the same time, the DMV isn't going to give out licenses without an appointment. And you have to have like three months of... Generally speaking, unless you have a mo- fantastic wife who can oh. find you an appointment for tomorrow, yes, and all She's those so great, you all should those keep her. poor cis women out there who don't have. I know married, <laughs> they're not married to women. Thank goodness they're independent and can do it themselves. <sighs> yes, but but when I looked at it last, anyway, it's it's a whole thing, and it's just so incredibly frustrating, and it's not anybody's fault. And that's even more frustrating, too. But the one that I had been going to and that I've been able to count on that's two hours away was still able to to take me. It's not able to take me now. So now I have to go to the one in Charlotte. But I get to go with you. And I get to quilt shop hop. And you get to quilt shop And we get to take the motorcycle. And we will take the motorcycle. It's going to be a fun date day. Yay. All right. So, uh, you ready to guess the true story? I am. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to guess the true story. So, these are all Twinkies related. Oh, boy. Yes. So, in a car accident in 2013, German resident Jack Einhoff lost his fingers and finally decided to replace the lost digits with... The hostess snack, the Twinkie. Well, that seems clumsy. Mr. Jack Enhoff was sued by his doctor when Ben had demand uh, when Jack had been sorry. I don't. I'm reading the next story. When uh, when Jack had demanded that he be given plastic surgery, adding Twinkies as fingers, Jack Enhoff is awaiting his January 2022 20, court date. Okay. I don't believe that one for a second. I don't believe that one. Nope. That one's, like, totally real. Nope. It's totally real. Nope. And jacking off is definitely not a... It is a real name. Nope. Okay. 
<laughs> I just got that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when I when I first wrote it, it was uh, Ben jacking off, and then I, I took it to go bid. So Ben's not actually in this next one, but I had to I had to cover it anyway. So you eliminated that one. Sure did. Oh my god, <laughs> jacking off. <laughs> we'll say I would be comfortable with uh, with Twinkies though. Anyway, I think it would be workable. <laughs> Republican Kansas lawmaker Tess Tickles has recently Tess Tickles. John <laughs> 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 <Thomas> is broken. <laughs> I don't think he works anymore. <laughs> that was that one's totally real too. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Tess Tickles. Okay, so the names might have been changed in this, but... <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say that this one is also false. So... <laughs> oh my god. What are testicles do? Testicles, though. It's not testicles. Testicles. That's, that's incredibly... Incredibly obtuse of you. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'll just skip that one and just say the, the third one's true then. Yep. The names have been have been replaced What's with... What's the third one? <laughs> the, the, the names have been replaced for the uh, for the sake of... The, the, privacy? You want to keep privacy, privacy for Miss Tess Tickles? <laughs> I had to... I had and Jack King Inghoff? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So Republican, Republican Kansas lawmaker Tess Tickles has recently submitted a new bill to make the Twinkie the state food. While the bill is expected... You know what? Nothing, I would put nothing past Texas at this point. It's not Texas. It's Kansas. Oh, well, they're close enough. They're, they are close enough. So while the bill is expected to be shot down in favor of beef, Tess argues that since the Twinkie is manufactured in her home state in the state of Emporia... Uh, that they should, they should go with Twinkies. Yeah, I'm gonna call that one false. Okay, the names aren't. This, I they're all they're all made up names. Uh-huh, okay. Uh huh. What's story number three? Da, da, okay. Shut up, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even make it through three words. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shut up, Woody Harrelson. In a fit of boredom, Colin Purrington <laughs> discovered that the spongy, de- yellow, delicious bastards, otherwise known as Twinkies, will not last forever. Eight years ago, Colin had stored a box of Twinkies only to discover a couple weeks ago that his unopened box contained the mummified cream-filled sweets. I'm going with that one is true. You're going with that one is true? That one is true. Think, you think that, that Colin... Purrington's a real name? Yes. Yes. Oh, damn it. Yeah! <laughs> Look at me go. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking terrible. Oh, man. Anyway. All uh, right. Do you know what time it is? It's time for the uh, for a question from the interview deck. No, for the stamp of approval. Oh. The Badger stamp of approval. So, okay, so I've been watching this really cool show. One of the bartenders at work uh, recommended it to me. It's called Baking Impossible. It's on Netflix. 
Okay. They pair a baker with an engineer, and they make them come up with these incredible challenges. So in one of the challenges, they crash a car into a uh, steel wall at 25 miles an hour. This is the show that you were showing me last night. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they drove over a bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we watched the finale. Um, yeah, so they, like, crash cars, or they like, have to make a robot that has to go through an obstacle course, or they have to build a city block and a skyscraper that has to withstand a like, earthquake, and all of them have to be out of edible materials. So it's really cool to watch it, like, come together and see how that all works. Uh, I also love that they've, like, coined the phrase baconeering, and they act like that's a real thing, because it is 100% not a real thing. Nobody is, like, a baconeer. That sounds like if you were to put jewelry on a slab of of bacon, baconeering. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Baconeering. But it is really cool. I do recommend watching it. It's a lot of fun just to see. And it's fun because there are some of the pairs work really well together. And some of them obviously do not work well together. And so they do they know each heated. other before? No, they? they meet on the show. Okay. Like, yeah, or like obviously like right before the show. But yeah, they've never they've never met beforehand. They just get paired together. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It does. I, I didn't see the actual construction of it. Yeah. I only saw the aftermath, and but it does sound like it has a really fun premise. Yeah, it was cool to watch. And they do one where they do those machines, whatever they're called, where it's like the simple things where like the ball falls down the little plane and then it like bumps into the dominoes. The Whoopi Goldberg machine. It's the Goldberg. Goldberg machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. They do some fun stuff like that, and, and it's it's neat to watch. I do recommend. If you, if you want to binge something, Netflix is Baking Impossible. Baking Impossible. Got it. Yeah. Well, mine's a little bit more boring than that. Okay. I am a fan of keeping myself clean shaven every so often. Yes. I'm a member of the Dollar Shave Club. Hey, I am too. Oh my god. Well, you're eh, I have my really. own razor. Well, yeah, so you were and then we decided we would just order them from the same at the same time. Yeah. So they now just Now I just take like one of your razors every month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a month for you and it's about so I don't I don't grow facial hair a lot. Yes, I, I've noticed. <laughs> like, in the five years we've been together, I have noticed that it does come in a little patchy. Yeah, the whole not having any eyebrows thing, the not having any beard thing. It's a thing. I have hair elsewhere, like on the top of my head. Is yeah. the thing that I was definitely thinking about. Yeah, you definitely have hair elsewhere when you don't nair it. <laughs> Uh, boys and girls, I don't know who needs to hear this, but do not nare your balls. (laughs) It does not end well. I am not alone in this, though. So, I watched a TikTok. Did you find your people? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Of course you saw a TikTok about somebody doing this. So, it wasn't her balls. Obviously. (laughs) Oh, wow. But, come to find out. So, she was saying that uh, that she found this, that she had, she put it on, that she rinsed it off, and then, like, like that day she went to work, and then it was, like, the blazing fires of hell or whatever in between her, her legs. There um, is literally a warning <laughs> on it that it is not for use in those areas. That's what she was saying. Oh, my god. She's gosh. like, after I read that, then I'm like, oh, I cannot do that. So, she's, uh, yeah. So, I'm not alone in this, okay? And I was like... I mean, afterwards, they were smooth. They, they were smooth. <laughs> smooth slippery like a seal. Oh, God. Anyways, anyway, so, so uh, Dollar Shave dollar Club. Dollar Shave Club. And uh, that gets my badger oh, stamp of approval. Ask me your question. <laughs> I will tell you no lie. Um, okay, so... 
courtesy of Travis Brown's Poddex. If you had to lose one of your five senses, which one would you give up? Oh, gall. Well, I wouldn't want to lose taste because I'm a chef, so that would really suck, and I get a lot of joy out of food. I wouldn't want to lose smell because that has a lot to do with flavor. Um, I feel like eyesight might be okay to lose. I mean, it would suck, but, like, people still function completely perfectly fine, like, being blind. I don't know if I'd want to live in a silent world. I think that that would be awful. I would hate that Like, no so more music. Much. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be really hard. Though there are a lot of things now that, like, you can do to improve that, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to lose touch either. Can you imagine, like, going through a world where you can't feel anything? So here's, okay, so there's a, an episode of House that makes it seem so much less terrible than it actually would be. Because you think about everything that you touch, you try to pick up something. Okay, so you sit on your hand for an hour, right? You pull your hand out from under your butt, and then <laughs> and you, have, where I store that. you have pins and needles on your hand, right? Mm-hmm. So you are technically unable to feel stuff because you're you're so focused on that other sensation right Mm -hmm. you try to pick up a cup you probably don't have the entire like understanding of how hard you're clenching can you imagine not being able to pick stuff up and losing that sense of touch like yeah that'd be crazy you don't know like you're brushing your hair and you don't know if they're it's fully knotted and then you pull out all of your hair in yeah. trying to comb your hair. Be wild. Yeah, I think I would probably go for, like, sight or sound. Neither of them would be great, but I think that those would be the two that I would I would choose. You only have to pick one. I know. I don't know which one of them, but I... So both of them. The you just yeah. lose both of them, I mean, and you're like, I couldn't pick! I guess, like, sense of smell wouldn't be that bad to lose. Uh, I just feel like it would really affect the flavor of everything that you eat, because it does play such a huge role in flavors. So that would be really rough. Like, if you're going to lose your sense of taste or of smell, you're going to lose a lot of your sense of taste as well, just because... Because of the olfactory system. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe maybe sound. I think, like, hearing... It would suck to live in a silent world, but I think that I could... I, that would be the easiest one for me to lose. Huh. Well, I would willingly give up my sense of fashion. Most, you don't have one to most start of my with. most of my stuff is audible, so I don't have to worry about what people <laughs> are oh, looking wow. at. So uh, yeah, you're welcome, world. Oh, I'll just go all was... natural. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, on that note, no. uh, in all seriousness, of my five senses—fashion, feeling, uh, smell, and taste—and Fashion, which is two. I'd, I'd willingly give up those two. No, um, I think I'd, I'd give up my s- sense of smell. Yeah? I already have kind of what You're I like feel. You're a non-taster already. So. I am a non-taster already. And I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that I don't smell wood. I mean, I smell stuff like when I'm riding on the motorcycle and every so often I'll smell like flowers and stuff. And that's a really nice part of riding a motorcycle. I, I think I'd, I'd give up my sense of smell. On that note, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us at The Set. Don't forget yes. to tweet us at The Set Pod on Twitter with your answer to today's question, and maybe you'll even hear your response on the air next week. Mm-hmm. Be sure to give our other podcast, Mercury Theater Podcast, a listen. John just, and his team just recorded a new episode, so hopefully that'll be out soon, and that'll be fun. Uh, check out our website, Mercury Theater Podcast, for more information. 
And we will talk to you next week. Bye.